Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Basic. I am Danielle, I am your host, and I am so excited to be back with you this week. I'm really excited for this interview you are about to hear because it is with one of my radio friends, Alyssa, aka Pebbles. She is so much fun. She is such a ball of bright energy. And she has a podcast as well called Peb Talks. Now, we get into her podcast, we get into a lot of things, we discuss her career, we discuss confidence, but something that I wanted to touch on in this intro is something that she talks a little bit about in the interview. She created her podcast as a way to give advice and little nuggets of truth and things that she would want to tell her younger self. So I thought I would kind of talk a little bit about what I would tell my younger self. And damn, I would tell my younger self a lot of things. But I think the biggest thing I would tell my younger self is to not let anyone dim your light and not care as much about what other people think. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yes, current self, I sometimes care a little bit too much about what people think. I think it's probably because when I was younger, I cared so much. But I would tell my younger self to keep on rocking, you know, not care what other people think. When people make fun of you for this or that, and trust me, it has happened, Just keep on doing it because you love it, because you know who you are. And I mean, the best example for me is, you know, when I was in high school, I was dancing in my high school dance company. Shout out to Jazzco if you know what that is. And it was the time of my life in high school. It was one of the best parts of high school. I was with all of my friends. I was learning all these cool dances. Like we were learning African dance, which was amazing, tap dancing, hip hop, all of these things. And I spent all of my after schools there, my weekends and the thrill of performing. And it it was just one of the best experiences. But for the longest time, I was made fun of for that. And it bothered me for a really long time because it was this thing that I loved and I loved so fiercely. And it was expressing myself and it was dancing and it was music and it was, you know, for someone who never felt that confident in myself, it was these moments on stage where I felt like I got this. I let people dim that light. I cared what people thought about it. I cared that people made fun of it and thought it was stupid. You know, if I could tell my younger self that, I would say stop. This is fun. This is you. You love this. So who cares what anyone else thinks? And obviously now, like 10 years later, I'm looking back and I'm saying that was one of the most fulfilling and fun experiences of my high school career. And I know now that that was such a pivotal experience in my life. I made some amazing friends, some I'm still so close with today. And I don't know what I would have done in high school without it. So if I had to tell my younger self anything, it would be don't let anyone dim your light. Shine bright, girl. And that sounds like that movie Life Size with Tyra Banks, but you know what? Shine bright, shine far, something, something, be a star. That song, you know what I mean? So that's just one thing I would tell my younger self, and I'm sure along the way I would tell myself a lot more, and we will probably get into it in future episodes of this podcast. But I want anyone who is younger than me, or if you are my age, to know that you do you, don't care what other people think, and do not let anyone blow out your candle. Don't let anyone break the tanning bulb in your tanning bed. Don't let anyone, you know, do that. And that leads me to Pebbles. Pebbles is so amazing. She has so much confidence that I really hope when you listen to this interview, 
you kind of take some of that from her, take some of that advice from her. And she is a radio personality. She is an amazing woman in radio. She is so inspiring and so fun. She talks a lot about her experiences with the industry, things she would tell her younger self. And it's just such a fun interview. It really, really is. And it inspired me to look back on my own shit and um, work on my own confidence. All that being said, I hope you followed my crazy line of thinking, but I think you did. Don't let anyone dim your own light. And I hope that you are ready to get back to basic with Pebbles. How are you doing? I'm doing good now. You got me all like up here on my like high energy yeah. sort of like we're recording. Let's do it. We're you know? pumping up. We're like on it. Now we're on the record. So anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of back to basic. I love it. Alyssa, you also go by Pebbles. You and I have met. We've known each other now for a couple years. Like it, since, yeah. Yeah. Since our first, we actually recorded together for um, another podcast. And then we went to like the women in radio event together. And so um, I just really am excited for you to be joining us and for everyone to learn more about you. But um, I want you to tell everyone a little bit about yourself. So, all right. I'm an Eastern Connecticut girl um, and I have my own podcast. I'm a host. I also um, really just love being, I don't know, I guess in front of any sort of attention that's positive. It has to be positive. Definitely. I'm all about positive. Um, and I'm all about, uh, you know, like working together with females and especially they like, thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. Like, I think it's the coolest thing. Um, especially cause like as a child, I don't know about you, if you can like relate to this. I don't remember as a little girl seeing other women get along well, like in TV. And like, I don't yeah. mean like my mother, my mother's awesome. No, yeah, of course. <laughs> Like she got along with everybody, of course, but like, I mean, yeah, of course. And in the entertainment world, like when I heard like independent women, Destiny's Child, I was like game changer right there. Like, oh, who doesn't love Destiny's Child? Please. That's like the ultimate girl power. I mean, like also Spice Girls, obviously. Right, but. right. Building up the youth, you know, and letting like little girls know like you can do things yourself and you can work together with other women and we can be like strong and powerful together and like tear shit down. So. Yes. And you and I actually, when I was on the other podcast, we talked about like women in the industry and like being women in business and how crazy it is because we're perceived one way when we do certain things. Um, and I'm curious because your co-host is a man, right? Yeah. So I'm curious what your like journey working with women in this industry has been like, you know, since you started. I think it's really funny that you asked that too, because especially when I first started out, I didn't know too many women and the women that I did work with, like the two or three of them, I thought everyone, we all got along. It was great. Um, but there wasn't like an, a huge emphasis on like, we're all the women of the office. And you know what I mean? And yeah. like, and anyway, like people come and go too, and the office like shifts. And I think it reminds me a lot of, do you remember uh, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift feud? Yes. And then didn't, I think Katy Perry tried to make amends or I could be wrong. It could be Taylor Swift, but one of them said there are only a few women in this entire world who can experience what we've experienced and we should be bonded over that and not being like have to, having to fight for a position. Right. You know? So I feel like at the end of the day, while like being on air and being in 
that type of position is so admired and everything like that. I think that's what's so important about uplifting it and making sure that we show all the other like women to come, like what can be done when we all work together. So jumping back a minute, how did you get started? I um, started in front of the camcorder at three years old, yelling to my mom, camcorder me, camcorder me. Anytime she would like pan over to my brother, the poor guy, he didn't want the attention. I needed all the attention. So like right there, I established like I need to be a famous singer because that's what I saw again, like, you know, Brittany, Christina versus I was all about both of them, by the way. (laughs) Oh yeah, me too. They each had their own thing. Hashtag free Brittany. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) so seriously um growing up with the I guess different females like singers those were like my idols then I wanted to um be an actress because I saw like J-Lo doing that on the side too when I was growing up right and then I'm like okay you know what I can't sing and uh in middle school like there was like this one teacher who told me that like I couldn't act like I put my all like (laughs) into one script and then they like barely put like they forgot to put me like on the sheet even though like everyone gets a part like oh no so I didn't try that even like in high school um but I still needed like attention and then ever since I was a little girl I have been told that I have like this weird like raspy voice and I'm like well maybe who's that girl who does the MTV video music awards and she's like welcome to the MTV (laughs) (laughs) yes And like, I'm like, I want to be her. I want to do something like that. Like, I bet she gets bank. Like, and, and you know what she does? She sits there in her slippers and her robe and she gets it done. And I'm like, you know what I'm about doing the least amount of work and making the most amount of money. I love that. <laughs> so that's where you were like, using my voice is the way to get the attention. To right. Get- the money to get the everything that you desired. Exactly. And then, you know, from time to time, like I say some things and people like interpret it wrong. And I never mean for that. Like I always have good intentions in everything that I do. But I think that like that catches people's ears and like they almost like want to not like me. And that's why they'll listen. And that's fine. Hey, I don't as long as you're listening. Yeah. Hate me. You can love me. But like, I don't know. Maybe that's like an aspect of my personality that I just like wanted to try to capitalize on. And also like bringing it back to that women empowerment thing. Like you are unapologetically you and you were like, let's just, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And I love that attitude. That is such a hard attitude and mindset to get into. Have you always been like super confident? No. It was like, come see me like last year. I would have been like, everything in life. And like, I don't know if I'm like holding myself correctly. And it's like, but lately, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel a little bit more like in my own stride. Okay. Like, just because I, you know, like as I've gotten, like I'm 28 now. I <laughs> to think about it. So I don't have that much, you know, under my belt for experience wise, but like I've been in the same industry and now I've been on the same like radio station. So I feel like I have like a really good knowledge and I feel like important and vital to, you know, like a lot of aspects of my life. I just surround myself with good people. So I think like now I'm like in the the right headspace, which is what made me want to start the podcast too, that like maybe I can offer some piece of advice to what I would want to tell my younger self. And it is that easy, but you just have to know the right people and hear the right advice. Definitely. And it really is about who you surround yourself with 100%. And it's interesting because it's like the lingering effects of that you don't realize until you're like, sitting in front of a microphone one day and you're like, oh, that was awful. Oh my God. And you're like, why am I thinking that that's awful? Like who told me that I was awful and that my voice 
not like the sound of it, but like my voice, what I had to say sucked. I think we've all been through that. How do you deal with that criticism, especially because your job is like in the public eye? So recently somebody gave me advice. Uh, Mary Ellen, she works at an ice cream shop, Pops and Gil's Ferry. And she, for whatever reason, I forget even how we got on this topic, but she's the best, like sweetest lady. And she was like, you know what, guys, just remember whatever you do in life is for your front row. Ever since he said that, I'm like, whoa, like for whatever reason, that just makes so much sense. Because if you think about it, and I don't know if the same with you or anyone, but when you look out into the audience, you only see the front row with the lights and it doesn't matter who the hell else is there because they're just there to watch the show. The other people are the only ones who really like care front or that you can see. Yeah. Um, and so I think everyone has a second row and a third row and a fourth row. And while they might be longer, you know what I mean? Like in length, but like at the same time, everyone is filling up their stadium and it's so important that you're only focused on that front row. So I think in order to answer that question, I've only ever been trying my whole life to just please my parents. That makes me like so happy uh, to, you know what I mean? To um, be like a good role model to my nieces that's been like a huge goal of mine. Um, just like to be a good influence, like on the radio to like any, especially little girl, but you know, little kids in general, like if they hear me and then they're like somewhat like, Oh, I could do that. Like she's from Eastern Connecticut. She got to be on air. Like I could do that. Yes, you can. Like, yes. So as long as you are worried about them, all of the haters, like I've had people like personally find my Alyssa page on Facebook and like personally message me and like said terrible things. Like, yeah, it's weird, but like you, you can't pay attention to any of it. Yeah. And I wish I could go back in time and tell myself like, stop, stop worrying about that. That's such good advice. It's also so interesting when you say it that way, like your front front row. row. Yeah. (laughs) And now that I'm like thinking about the times that I have been on stage, like that is so true. Like you really (laughs) can only, you know, my many, my many acting credits when I was the Wicked Witch of the West in my 11th grade Italian club performance, I got the proper, yeah, I got the proper accolades for getting water spilled on me and screaming in Italian, I'm melting. It was, it it was a whole thing. Um, but I could only see the front row and in the front row, it happened to be my teacher, like who was the person I wanted to impress and who was the person that I wanted to make proud. So that is so funny that you say it that way. Like the people that you care about, like the people who also support you really, like they're in your front row for a reason. Yep. 100%. Speaking of, you said someone found your Alyssa page, but you also go by something else. So Pebbles, Pebbles is what you go by on air. And like, how did that, how did that happen? It's so funny because some people are like, do I have to call you that? (laughs) And you're like, oh, whatever you want. Yeah. I will answer to Pebbles, Alyssa, Miss. Queen, whatever. Hebs, you know what I mean? Like I'm yep. trying to shorten it even a little bit sometimes. Yeah. I'm trying to throw everybody all off. <laughs> They're going to um, be like, how many people are you? Yeah, exactly. You never know. I wish I had a good story. I really do. But it was given to me, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately. <laughs> I've come to like bond with the name, I guess. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. They said it's like, it's cute and it's bubbly. It's easy to remember. It is. Um, and then also there was like, there's another shout out to Boston radio station lady uh, Pebbles. That was uh, the in- inspiration, I guess. And so, you know, she gets good ratings and so you were like, hey. rubbed off. 
They were okay. like, and, and I think part of it's for like safety reasons. Like, no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I have heard that people have changed their names or not given their last names. Or I think we've talked about this too, where you like come up with some sort of name right. just for not stalking purposes. So I was going to go with Allie because like, sure, Alyssa, like Allie. Allie yeah. Maybe. But uh, I mean, I go by Allie on uh, actually on the Radio 104.1, the alternative rock station that we have. So, okay. You know, it's so funny. Like, I do have a million. <laughs> yeah, you do. But I love Pebbles. I think it fits your personality because you're like such a positive, bubbly person. But like, I think of Pebbles from Flintstone too. Like, I don't know if, it, if yeah. you were the same, but when we were like 90s babies, our parents always mm-hmm. did like the Pebbles hairdo. <laughs> Yep. I have so many pictures of me with just like a random ponytail sticking up in the middle of my head. Um, no, I love Pebbles. I think it's so funny too because you are like one of the only people that I know personally who does have like a specific on-air name. People ask me all the time and I always let them down. Like every time someone finds out I'm on air, their first question is, what's your, what's your, what you, name? What's your name on the radio? Yeah. And I'm like, Danielle. <laughs> Oh, but you're real. That's like what radio is all about. Like being I was just like, I'm relatable. Sorry. Yeah. And then their next question is, uh, what's your radio voice? That's oh, always. Yeah, that's always. And you know what? I give them a show every time. You Everybody do? Radio always hates that question. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to knock this one out of the park for you. I'm like, here you go. Back up. I'm like, I don't even need you to tell me what to say. I got this. <clears throat> Do it. Hey, Pebs on Jamming 1077. <laughs> you guys, I love like, – like, That's it. Going off onto whatever it is. And it, yeah. And that everyone's is. always like, it is you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I guess love... I do have a radio voice. That's the thing. You never think – like, I don't think I do, but then I know I do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when I'm in front of a microphone, I do a very spe- – or at least on the radio, I do a very specific thing with my voice, and I can tell I'm doing it now, but I'm trying not to where I like kind of deepen my voice a little bit. (laughs) And it started in college when I was on college radio. Like the first time I cracked a mic, I did our name. The name of our show was Biddy and the Juice. It's really random. And so like 2009, but um, I I, like cracked the (laughs) mic. Biddy Biddy and the Juice. No, that word, it needs to die. (laughs) I love you, girl, but Biddy. So 2009 though, okay, when I was a freshman in college. So it just like, it fit and it stuck for four years. But the first time I ever cracked the mic, I must have done something to my voice and I turned it off. I played a song and my friends were like in the room with me in the studio and they were like, what did you just do with your voice? So ever since then, I like know I do it. I just don't recognize it. So I think it's so funny that you can like turn it on. I love that. You're also such a natural performer. It makes me wonder what made you want to get into modeling. I, it's a it's 100% the attention thing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's that character flaw of mine that like I, I'm very selfish and I really love when like all. So um, recently, like one of our photo shoots, I um, had Melissa Ashley, shout out to her. She had lend me some of her wedding dresses and me and another one of my friends who had won a photo shoot on my Instagram. We walked down with uh, the photographer down Mystic in the main street and people were like totally turning, like their heads doing double takes. Um, like it was just, it was an, uh, for me an awesome feeling, but I know other people like dread that. Like I'm like all eyes. Like I knew when we were walking down from where we parked, I'm like, get ready for this. This is 
the fuck? And then like the other girl was like, I don't know if she, if she knew Naomi, I love her. She had such a great time and we took some amazing shots, but I don't know if she knew what she was getting herself into right when we first got there. I'm like, let's do it. So I honestly wish I had that more. I don't have it as much. I, I need to, again, like with the radio voice thing, I need to turn it on. Otherwise I can't do it. So like I can turn it on now. I've gotten better after the years of being in this industry, but like I have to turn it on to be able to be like, yes, people look at me like, come look over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, some people will probably argue that and tell you that I uh, talk too much. So maybe I do it without realizing. No, it, but. but like, again, it's, uh, you're real though. Do you know what I mean? And like, that's something that not like I'm, I'm faking it or whatever, but like, no. it comes off as like me, 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 me. Cause sometimes that's the way my brain is switched. And I wish I was more like, you know, like, Hey, I just want to have a normal conversation on air and like actually just talk to the listener. I feel like I have to talk to the listener. Yeah. Hey, you know, so like, I admire that if anything. That you think well, about. I admire you. Like, look, we, it's like uh, that thing where you're like, Oh, I love your hair. I wish I had like yeah. kind of hair. And and bathroom. Yes. <laughs> and then girl bathroom, just like get ready for the compliments. Oh yeah. Especially at like a bar when everyone's um, drinking and it's like I don't know you but those shoes mm. oh I could never pull off those <laughs> shoes it I'm like over there like look at my lashes yeah. <laughs> speaking of lashes um in your podcast oh my gosh <laughs> that was a great yeah. segue thank you um in your podcast you tell stories from your life and things you do and you're also giving peb talks which I love the name of that so so much when you first told me you were doing that I literally like Thank screamed you. out when you messaged me that name I was like oh my god tell everyone a little bit about peb talks so peb talks um pebbles pebs I'm gonna go stick with the name pebs like on the um, podcast kind of like a shortened version a more casual way of saying pebbles because it's gonna be a more casual like I'm trying to channel more of you and like calm down and bring myself, do you know what I mean? To like a, yeah. a good level where like people can actually relate to me um, instead of being like two minute little like breaks on air of high energy. But I still want to do like um, high energy and the fact that like I'm going to give you a pep talk like to kind of motivate and like, like I said earlier in the podcast, if I can just um, give advice to my former self in a way. And if that helps somebody else, like that would be cool. Um, but I also do like tiny interviews, which is strictly five minutes of another person. Um, but it was important to me kind of to have it be a solo podcast at first because everything I've done in my life has always been like a team project or, um, I've had help from other people, which totally thank you to all of them Definitely. without them. But I wanted to prove to myself that I could start something on from a ground up with the help from other people still, but while still making sure that like all the ideas and everything about it from a non-technological point. So yeah. Shout out to Maxwell for helping me. <laughs> Which you can listen to Maxwell's uh, interview earlier in Back to Basic as well. Yes. He is the jack of all media, I swear. Awesome. Yes. Love Max. So yes. uh, he helped me a lot with getting it, it like, you know, what exactly I needed and, and everything, but like the ideas for everything, it, again, female solo podcast. Like I, I wanted it to be, hey, this girl from Eastern Connecticut was born and raised in Occam and, you know, in yeah. Canterbury. And then she moved and now she has her own place in New London. She, she's from Eastern Connecticut and she done all this. And it's, it's something that I can do too. And I just want someone else to feel that way. I love that you're also showing yourself that you can 
because you can, of course you can. But I mean, that's what I mean. It's like, it, it has totally been a mirror every time yes. I record something. Um, and then I go to like almost hit post. I'm like, do I want to do that? And I'm like, why wouldn't you? Yes. Like this is what you recorded it for, but then it's like, it's personal. And so I kind of feel like I'm exposing myself a little bit. Can you relate? Oh, a hundred percent. I like, I always feel that way. I mean, in the beginning of mine as well, like I was like, do I need to have someone else? Like I went back and forth for a while. Like, do I need to bring someone else on? Like, you know, for at least like the solo parts or the solo episodes. And for a while I was like, maybe I should, maybe I should. And then it was actually my cousin who was recently on the podcast as well, who said to me, having a co-host is great. And I'm sure it's great banter and whatever else. And she was like, but you're great on your own. And you need to believe that you're great on your own and you, you are go. interesting yeah. on your own and you don't need someone else. And she was like, I want you to know that like people will listen for you. Right. And But to hear that once is almost kind of like hearing it 10 times because you're kind of yeah. like, I've never heard that. And then when you hear something like a little bit of encouragement, like, no, 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 no. Like you could, I'm like, can you say that again? One more yeah. Time? Right. <laughs> yes. And that's like what you're doing with your podcast. Like you are giving people the encouragement to like do these things or know they haven't been alone. Like you're sharing all these like personal stories, these funny stories. I mean, stories of your lashes being blown off, which I <laughs> love. Um, I'm not going to spoil the whole story because I want you to go listen to Peb's uh, podcast, <laughs> but you had on magnetic lashes and they didn't go so well, huh? No, right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, to build on that episode, it's the first one. So you really can't miss it. Pep talks. Uh, but like my lashes, like now I said I was going to get another pair and I did. And mm -hmm. no, nope. I take back my recommendation, honestly. Oh, no. <laughs> the other really cool thing about you that people will learn about you on Instagram or on your podcast is you have a pet pig. Yeah. So- yes. How did that happen? And like, I didn't even know you could have pet pigs, honestly. Yeah, it's, um, it's a life. <laughs> he, I don't, I wouldn't recommend it. Really? So, yeah, no, I love him. He's great. Hamilton is his name. Ham. We call him. He's a, like one of those teacup pigs. Um, teacup, like pigs don't exist. Like that's not like a thing. They're all like babies, like all of the cute ones that you see like over on social media. Um, so like a lot of people get fooled into like buying like actual like farm pigs and then they get like way too big. Um, and then actually like people like will return them once they start to get bigger after like a year. Cause it's kind of sad. My, Aww. um, Ham is six and he is like 150 pounds. He's cool because he like he can carry like a conversation with you almost. Like you can ask him a question and he'll like answer in his own like little oink. Like it's weird. It's not really an oink. It's more of like a meh. Yeah, it's, it's odd. Yeah. Pigs but rarely can, do the cutesy oink. Like they yeah. rarely do that. When he's a baby. Yeah, he was freaking adorable. He looked like one of those little teacup pigs and he ran around and he did weird things and it was the cutest freaking thing. Like he would do like little like um, like rolls, like roll around the carpet and everything like that. Like, what are you doing with this like cute little belly and his tiny little face and his little pig nose? Yeah. But then they outgrow that honestly. <laughs> so <laughs> and now we have a living toddler. It feels like, but he's just high maintenance. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, do you have any obsessions that you are just like, this is me. This is it. I love this so much. The only thing that comes to mind, like right off the bat, is Coca Cola. Like I really Coca Cola, and I'm not like a collector of like the things Coca Cola. Like if somebody gets me like something, I'm like, oh, that's like that's cool, thank you. But like I'm more about like the drink. 
Really? Like regular, straight up classic Coke? So it's so funny. I just um, not too long ago put on my Facebook page. This, um, it was like the ranking of the Coca-Colas, like which type is the best. And they're all different. And I won't fight somebody about this. But you have your canned Coca-Cola. You have your bottled Coca-Cola. You have your glass bottle Coca-Cola. Yes. You have your fountain drink Coca-Cola, which is superior to all of them. Thank you. I literally just said that to my mom the other day. I was Thank like, let's you. go to McDonald's drive-thru. She's like, why? I'm like, I want a fountain yes. soda. What is it about it? Why are they so much better than like the cans? I've actually like multiple people reached out to me when they saw that I made this post because I was like, we can argue about politics all day, like whatever. But like this, no, we are not friends if you don't think Fountain Coke is number one. And then like my own brother was like, how does it feel to be wrong? And I was like, no, oh, no, it's like family feud. <laughs> right. But um, no, like other people messaged me and they said that the reason why McDonald's Coca-Cola, I guess, is the best is because they have like worked with Coca-Cola, I think like one on one with the filtration system. It's like, different. okay, the straw is like thicker. Have you ever realized that? No, it's so much more satisfying drinking a drink from like uh, McDonald's than from Burger King. I it's, the straw is like you get more drink per sip. Is that so stupid? No, but like, I honestly have never <laughs> noticed these. Yeah. Does size matter, Peps? I mean, is that what you're I saying? Mean, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there today. <laughs> <laughs> the size of the straw the size of the straw matters that's what we're talking about wow that's uh, now i'm literally gonna probably like research this yeah like check it out because multiple people like told me they're like it's for a reason and so i don't know what their sources are but um so coca-cola okay that's it yeah i mean everything in in my life is very i'm like a very particular person like i okay eat, like a five-year-old child because i only like the like i only like to eat the best of what i like if that makes any sense like yep. i tried to explain this to my husband not too long ago <laughs> like I, I i'm trying to justify it because i've seen like that meme of like uh the tell that friend of yours who still eats chicken nuggets and french fries at dinner to grow up like you have like more than like three like tastes on your palate like and i was like I feel like I have to justify it. Yeah. Like, why I'm scared to eat dinner at anyone's house because I won't eat what they're serving. Like, I'm so concerned. Are you having pasta? Oh, is it plain? Like, <laughs> like straight up, like, can you put the sauce on the side? Like, I'm not going to ask. So I'm just not going to have dinner at your house. But right. I like right. that you like what you like. You say what you say. <laughs> and I think that's so powerful. And I think, like, we could all use a little bit of peb in our uh, You're steps. You're the best. <laughs> Thanks, girls. A little bit of pep in our steps. I like that. Yes. So just, you know, you're in radio, you have your podcast, you have your things, you love the Coca-Cola. What is your goal? What's next? What do you want to do? You know what? You like rocked my world when you had asked me this before. It really? Really cool when you had asked me that because I was like, wow, I haven't asked myself this in a while. Um, like, I don't want to toot my own horn. I guess I will a little bit. You should. You've given me this platform to do it. Thank you, you are here to do it. You are. He- we are getting back to the basics of pebs, and I want you to toot your own horn. All right, if you insist. So um, I've accomplished goals that I have set for myself. Like when I wanted to be on air, when I finally realized that, that was like in my early 20s. And then I, and then I got to be on air. It wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I had to do news. <laughs> 
reporting yeah. and stuff. But like I did that and then I'm like, okay, the next thing I want to do is not news reporting, but I want to be on air. And then I got a weekend shift. So like that was awesome. And then I got to be a co-host, which made that, wow, that was a little bit of confidence right there. Like maybe I can do this. And then to have the belief in me and then to now I actually get to host the show. Like, and then in personal goals, like I've, you know, always wanted to have like just a husband. And so we've gotten married and I have an established an awesome life. And then I wanted to buy a house. And, and so I, and then, so now I'm kind of like, shit, what the hell? <laughs> that was a great question. What's what do next? I want to do? Yeah. Um, I started the podcast. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, ah. <laughs> I want to be my own boss. I want to make a lot of money and I want to be, but that is like, so I feel like down the line for not, not the money part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like I'm going to win a lot of now. <laughs> Yeah. Not the money. The money's coming. But like, you know, in order to be your own boss, I respect anyone who is a boss because that is a position that is not something that you just usually trip on. It's something that you have to work so hard for. I, I would have to put in a lot more work because I, again, I know my own work ethic and everything like that. So I know right now that is not something that I want. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of responsibility and I'm cool with, <laughs> with what I got going on. But I think seriously, like the, the next goal and you, thank you for asking me that because yeah. I needed that to kind of like, Hey, like you, you still have things to aspire to and everything like you're 28 years old. You still have stuff that you can do and you can accomplish. And so yeah. that's, I think what, what eventually will come for sure. And kind of gets holding down and, and the main goal is to, you know, like you, we've talked about, like helping out anyone, especially female in, in the youth that if I could inspire in any way that that would be the best for me, especially because I just take so much pride in like Eastern Connecticut. And I just say it over and over again because it's so weird. Like right. what, what is it specifically about being from Eastern Connecticut though? It's that I've actually, like, I found out that it runs so deep that my family, like, I can, like, almost go down the exact street um, in in Norwich where my great-grandparents, like, established. Like, wow. And it's so cool to me. There's so much history in my family that is tied to Eastern Connecticut. There was a dam that burst back in the 60s in um, Spalding Pond in Mohegan Park in Norwich, and that actually killed my grandmother. And yeah, and wow. so there's like a plaque and a memorials that have been dedicated. And there was, I don't know if you, you've heard of Wally Lamb, the author. He's written a lot of books and he, he's like a local author. And he writes a lot of time from the perspective of like Norwich. And he actually will have dinner with my family when he was That's writing crazy. one of the books. Yeah. And, and, and so um, like that I take a lot of pride in because – I, because I didn't get to meet my grandmother and everything. Like, what would she have gone to do in Eastern Connecticut? You know, like making my family proud is like, oh, that would be the best. Yeah. So the fact that like we can like retrace it all back, it makes me so happy to be like, one day someone's going to look in the history books and be like, this girl was pebbles, like on the radio. And she like influenced this amount of people like on the radio that reached top 40 people, you know, like, yeah. So that, that I have a lot of like pride in that. And the fact that I think that people in Eastern Connecticut are a little bit different and it's in a good and bad way. Okay. 100%. And again, I don't know if you, like, cause you know me from Eastern yeah. Connecticut. I don't know how many other people you know from Eastern Connecticut, how you could compare to like how, how weird we are 
it's very specific when you say Eastern Connecticut too, because I feel like Connecticut is so much bigger than a lot of people realize. There's so many different parts of Connecticut. Yes. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to listen to more of your podcasts for you to share some more stories and stuff, because right. I think a lot of us will learn about this, maybe this part of the state that we aren't as familiar with, which I love that kind of seems like one of your goals as you're speaking is like to leave a mark. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, yeah. And that's like a little bit of the selfish part of like, yeah, like the attention, like, look at me, I can do this. And it's so much of like trying to prove it to myself too. Like yeah. how far can I push it? <laughs> like how, you know what I mean? Like how can I be remembered here? Yeah. <laughs> Alyssa, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you'll come back and we can like shoot the shit some more because this was really fun. This was super fun. And like my self-esteem and confidence has been raised. You've asked me like questions and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, this is the coolest thing. So thank you. I get of to course. like pat myself on the back for however long we've been recording. This has been awesome. Yes. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get you to talk about yourself, inspire other people to do their thing and live their passions and um, but before you go, I do want you to plug it in and tell everyone where they can follow you, where they yeah. can listen to you. Let's do it. Um, it's at Pebs1077 on Instagram. And then the new uh, Peb Talks podcast is what it's called. Again, Peb Talks. And you can check that out on Spotify. Like, what is it, iTunes or Apple Podcasts? What, I don't – is there a difference? I, I think it's just Apple Podcasts. I'm pretty sure. Okay, cool. Sure. So um, that, Overcast, like – uh, we've anchor like my own website and you can follow that at peb dot talks. Cause I think some person probably already has that peb talks. So. How dare they? How really? dare they? And I was going to put a number at the end and then just have people remember that. So peb dot. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle then, of social media really is. <laughs> seriously. Um, and my website is just my first and last name, Alyssa Engdahl. It's linked in my Instagram though. So Yeah. Perfect. Well, Alyssa, again, thank you so much. And I will definitely be having you back. We will talk all the things again. Thank you again. Like this has been awesome. And anyone listening to this point, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone, that was my interview with the amazing Alyssa, aka Pebbles. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that you took some nuggets from this interview and that you are ready to go. Please subscribe, rate, review, do all of the things, and make sure you follow me on Instagram at Danielle Maria Costa. Follow the podcast at Back to Basic Podcast. I will see you next week because on Wednesdays, we podcast.